for listening to this audio podcast from Christian Life Church, Nassau, Bahamas with Dr. J. Sims. We hope that this message will be a blessing and encouragement to you. I don't know if you have ever had that gnawing feeling on the inside of you that you were just not getting everything that you were supposed to get out of life. A feeling that Maybe life was full of possibilities, but somehow you could not figure out how to tap into them. Have you ever looked at another person's life, maybe their marriage, their financial status, their career, and wondered, well, what's wrong with me? Well, you're not alone in those thoughts. Many people have come to believe that life is a mystery that cannot be solved. They think that success and blessings and prosperity are destined for everyone else except for them. And these are thoughts that literally keep people stagnant or in the prison of their own mind, then there are others who may experience short seasons of success, but then despairingly long seasons of trials and tribulations, maybe setbacks and lack. Their lives are governed by limiting beliefs. They make statements like, stuff happens, life is unpredictable, all good things must come to an end. If it's not one thing, it's another. And too often, these persons are victims of their own self-fulfilling prophecies. May I ask you a question? What is it that you have been prophesying over your own life? What is it that you've been prophesying over your family, over your finances? What What we must realize is that we are defining our lives by the thoughts that we think and the words that we speak. And if we want to change our lives, then it has to start with what we think and what we say, especially as you start your day. Because you see, The way you start your day, someone said all is well that ends well. Probably it's better all is well that begins well. Because, you see, if you could start your day right, if you could start your week right, here here we are on this first day of the week. We're saying, God, we want to give you time. We want to give you the first part of our week. You give him the first part of your income. You give him the first part of your time. And 
there is just something about the principle that when you give God the first, he sanctifies and blesses the rest. So I, I tell you, there is a blessing on, you see, what you have been given stewardship of when you have honored the Lord, come on, with your substance and with the first fruits of your increase, and the promises then shall your barns be filled with plenty. And, and this word by Elder Knowles today is just a word in season and is a word on target because, you see, when, when his, his government comes, it brings with that government is divine order. And when the government of God and the kingdom of God, by the way, if you are saved and born again, uh, the kingdom of God is not here and there. The kingdom of God is within you. And the kingdom of God then is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Oh, I just like, uh, can I say that again? The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And I believe that there are some people right now, you need to experience his kingdom in such a way that you will know for certain that there is that joy and peace on the inside of you. Because the greater one, that is, he, he is living on the inside of you. You are of God, little children. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. And yet there are many spirits that have been released throughout the land. But I'm going to tell you what, uh, when you are in Christ, I tell you that's a great place to be right now, in Christ, in him. We live and move and have our being. It's a good place to be in Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. God is a good God. I said, and he is a more than enough God. So I want to tell you today, the writer of Proverbs declares in Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you think about, you are becoming. We always move in the direction of our strongest and most dominant thoughts. And so this is why the writer of James, when he began to write about the tongue, he began to talk about the tongue and, and, and talks about the power of it. And if a man can bridle that tongue, then that is a perfect man. Mature man, you see, immature people, they don't have control of their tongue. Immature Christians, they still gossip. They might be saved. But immature Christians still are tail-bearers sometimes. Proverbs 26, 20, and 21. Where there, where there is no wood... The fire goeth out. And so where there is no tail bearer, then the strife ceaseth. Very powerful. See? And, and so when, when there is no wood, that means you can't have no fire. And, and when there is no tail bearer, then, you know, the strife will cease. That's why we have to be careful what we are speaking with our mouth. 
So I've come by to help somebody today to break out of the box of self-limiting beliefs and to renew your minds, come on, as to who God says you are and, and to what your inheritance is in the saints. Uh, because, you see, we, we as believers today, sometimes we live far beneath our privileges. I said we live far beneath our privileges because, you see, we need to know what God has says, uh, says about us. We need to know uh, the fact that God left us in his will. I said that God left us in his will. And, and he not only left us in his will, but in order for the will to go into force, as there is today with any will that is established, there has to first be the death of the testator. And once he dies, then the executor of the will begins to execute the desires of what that person left in their will. I'm happy to report to you today is that Jesus died so that the will could go into effect. But then he rose from the dead in order to enforce and to execute to become the executor of his own will. I'm so glad to tell you today that, that, as, that, that the way we appropriate what is written in the will is we have to come into an agreement. First of all, you got to have a knowledge of it. You know that there are some people right now that they are wealthy, but no one read them the will. There, there are some people who are wealthy, they've been left in a will, but no one has yet found them. I, I, oh, I feel like someone's looking for somebody here about a will. I, I don't know. So it might, you might be one of those persons. You've been left in a will, and sometimes you don't even know it till years later. When you know the will, there has to be a reading of the will. But in order for you to make it personal, in order for you to appropriate what has been left for you, you got to read the will. you got to know it. And then once you know it, you then begin to enforce the will with the words of your mouth. See, we need to know who we are in Christ. I, I, by the way, if anybody asks you who I am, would you just tell them for me? If anybody asks you who I am, would you just tell them, I am redeemed? If anybody asks you who I am, would you just tell them that I am a child of the king? Would you just tell them that I am sanctified by the blood of Christ? Would you tell them for me? If anybody asks you who I am, tell them he's been bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus. If anybody asks you, would you tell them that I am blessed? I am blessed with the covenant Abrahamic blessing, for if you be in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise? 
My goodness, how many people who are believers today and yet do not know that they have the rights to the Abrahamic blessings that we can declare, I am blessed in my coming in and I am blessed in my going out. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in the city. Come on, I am so blessed that even when my enemy comes at me one way, they got to flee from me seven ways because I am blessed. I'm blessed. So if anybody asks you just for information's sake, I, I want you to know what to say. If anybody asks you, would you just tell them he's an inheritor of eternal life? Would you, if anybody asks you, tell them he's blessed with all spiritual blessings. If anybody asks you who I am, just tell them I'm the healed of the Lord. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb, and here it is, and by the word of my testimony. See, I can't testify for you, but I tell you, when you know that you've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus and you give a testimony to it, the accuser of the brethren, come on, Satan, the accuser, the slanderer, then you know what? You are overcoming him when you make your testimony what the word says the blood has done. That's why I frequently declare, by the blood of Jesus, I am redeemed. I was, you want to make the testimony with me? Just say this with me. By the blood of Jesus, I am redeemed. By the blood of Jesus, I am forgiven. By the blood of Jesus, I am cleansed. By the blood of Jesus, I am justified. By the blood of Jesus, I am sanctified. I've been bought with a price. The precious blood of Jesus. Glory to God. Now, so, the writer James, the half-brother of Jesus, he writes this book of James, but when he gets in chapter 1, is very powerful. He, he, he tells us about wisdom and faith and asking faith, believing, not doubting, for if you doubt, you're like the waves of the sea. Uh, you know, an unstable man is, uh, he, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let not that man expect that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So, you see, you cannot be double-minded when it comes to what God says. you gotta be, you got to be single-minded and just say what God says. God, your word declares, and so I'm saying what your word says. Now, here's the powerful thing about this is because Jesus Christ, according to Hebrews 3 and 1, is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. He is the apostle. That's, that's government. That's the governmental gift. The governmental gift of the fivefold ministry gifts is the apostle and then the prophet and then the evangelist, the pastor, the teachers. They are the gifts that are equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry to fulfill their purpose and to fulfill their destiny. But Jesus is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. So consider him today. Consider Jesus Christ. So that when I make a confession that is in agreement with the word of God, the apostle and high priest of my confession, guess where he is? He is right at the right hand of the Father on high. And he is right there that when I make a confession and I say what God's word says, the apostle and high priest of my confession says, Father God, one of your sons have just confessed your word. Now, see, he, he takes me 
to the throne of grace. We have access through Jesus Christ, that high priest. Come on. Come on. Thank God. We, 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 we have a direct line through Jesus. Jesus is the way. He is the truth, and he is the life. So you have to learn to speak in agreement with what God says about you. So if God says you are the head and not the tail, you are above and not beneath, you shouldn't go around acting like you are a worm. Come on. You shouldn't go around with a grasshopper complex. You, you know where I got that from? E Exodus, when the, the, the ten spies went out and, and they came back and they were to bring a report and ten of them said, we were in our eyes as grasshoppers and so were we in their eyes. See? Now, that's a, that's a good word for somebody. Because, you see, we were in our eyes as grasshoppers, and so were we in their eyes. People will often see you the way you see yourself. That's why you ought to wake up tomorrow morning and screw your shoulders back and say, Hey, I'm a king's kid. I'm a child of the king. And greater is he that is within me. And today is a great day because I committed to the Lord. Amen. I, I looked in the mirror like I've been doing now since the beginning of the year. I looked into the mirror this morning. And I just looked and I said, You know what? I'm alive. I'm alert. And I feel great. I'm alive, I'm alert. You don't know what that does to me. I, you know, I, I'm just saying, you want to try this. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. And James said, where I was going to get to, and I got stopped on the double-minded man. I, I, so James says that your tongue is like the rudder of the ship. That though it is a small in comparison to that ship, yet that rudder, can can change the direction of the ship. Some of you are going to change the direction of your life today because you're going to make a decision. I'm leaving here, and I'm not going to speak negatively anymore. I'm going to start speaking positively on my life. I'm coming in agreement with the Word of God. I'm not going to put down my children no more. I'm not going to put down my spouse no more. I'm going to bless them and curse not. Bless, bless. Someone say bless. So behold also the ships which... Though they be so great and are driven by fierce wind, yet they are turned with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Now, I don't know what happened to that carnival cruise ship this week, but I know somehow or another it got off of course and it hit a reef and, and, and a, I don't know if it's, I couldn't I could even begin to fathom the cost of that ship. Multiplied millions, if not a billion, I don't know. I, I, was, I was just walking through the Harbor Marina at PI the other night. I have never seen that many of those, those yachts over there. Like Some of them were like small cruise ships. And uh, I, I, I like to look at their names, you know. And one was Imagine, and I just thought, I can only imagine... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the mind is, is a very powerful thing. The mind has two functions. Your mind has the memory function. That's where you can replay the past. 
But then your mind also has an imagination where you can pre-play your future. And so I want to encourage you that you begin to see ahead. You see, you, you remember, um, I, I tell you, one of the most remarkable stories on, on this, uh, a couple that comes to my mind, but you know, in Joshua chapter 6, when they were faced with Jericho, God said to Joshua, see, I have given you the city. And Joshua is thinking, well, I, I, these walls I'm seeing, and I, I know this is the most powerful city on the planet. It is fortified. God says, I didn't tell you to look at the walls, and I didn't tell you to look at the, the army. I said, see it in your hands. The word see in Hebrew is the Hebrew word ra'ah, and it means to vision it. Come on, to see it. And, and when you begin to imagine the promises of God, you begin to see those things. That's what faith is. Faith is, faith is the substance of things not seen with your natural eye. Faith is the substance of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. 1 Peter 2.9 says, I have not seen, ear have not heard, natural eyes, natural ears have not seen and not heard, neither has it entered into the heart or the imagination of man, the things that God hath prepared for those that love him. My God, anybody here love the Lord? I just want to tell you, it is time that we begin to, to believe God for all that he said and all that he's promised. It's time for us to say, Lord, I agree with your word. I, I thank you that I am blessed. It doesn't matter what your present circumstances look like. That's why you have to call those things that be not as though they were. Come on, you don't, you don't, you don't say things. You don't speak those things as they are. You call those things that be not. So, so many people, sometimes they go to God and they tell God how big their mountains are. God, my mountain is so big. You got to do something with it. It's time to go to your mountain and say, mountain, I want to tell you how big my God is. My God is, he's able to do more than I could ask or think. My God is the all-powerful, the omnipotent God. He is the creator of the universe. He created my body. He knows how to fix my body. So we need to start speaking. Come on, faith words. Positive words. Come on. Uplifting words. Encourage somebody this week. Affirm somebody this week. Amen. You could, there is something in every person. You could find it. If you look for it, there's something good in everyone. And if you'll just look for it, you'll find it. Just look for it. We tend to be looking at all the negative stuff. You know, we tend to look at the negative instead of the positive. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know certain people have faults. I have faults of my own. I just can't think of one right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to understand, I'm, I'm assigned to give you medicine when you come here. And the Bible says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. So sometimes I, I'm going to make you a 
you know, I, 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 I got to make you smile. I got to make you laugh. Come on. And by the way, I want to tell you something right now. They have, they have now, and for some time, they have found out that a person who will laugh, that their body will release certain, what is it called? No. Endorphins into your body. They're healing agents. Come on. And yet, that's another point. Someone who said toxins, when you speak negatively and so forth like that, it does cause bad things to come into your body. But you know that there are some people, even with cancer, they've laughed their ways back to health. Uh, there is one doctor who actually assigned the Three Stooges movies to his patients. They went and they laughed and they laughed. Things were released inside of them, healthy endorphins, and brought healing to them. And so sometimes you just need to go laugh. You know, we used to sing that song, um, the, is it the joy of the Lord is my strength? The joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 And then we used to go, you ought to just try this sometime. And, and you know what? I've decided even if I don't feel like this, you don't have to feel it. If you actually do it, you get results. So, once again, there is power in the word. And there is power. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. They that love them will eat the fruit thereof. There is benefits in speaking God's word. I encourage you now to begin to chart the course of your life for 2012. Do it with positive confessions. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain... I don't know what's in your way right now. I don't know what's standing between you and your breakthrough. I don't know what's standing between you and destiny fulfillment. But whosoever shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. In that verse, by the way, the word believe is mentioned one time. And the word saith or say three times. So the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here today and you're not saved, you can get saved today. You can leave this place knowing your sins are forgiven. You can know today that you have received the free gift of eternal life. you got to believe in your heart that Jesus died for you. He died upon the cross. He rose again. And if you will confess him with your mouth as Savior and Lord, he will be to you what you can confess him to be. Oh, I feel it now. You know, in Mark 16, in Matthew 16, about verse 13, Jesus asked his disciples, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Who do men say that I am? And uh, they responded. Some say you're Elijah. Some say you're Isaiah, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. 
And then Jesus said, but who do you say? I, I hear what they say I am, but who do you say that I am? And Peter spoke up and he said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my father which is in heaven. In other words, Jesus was saying, Peter, you didn't get this from man. You didn't get this from flesh and blood. This was a divine revelation come straight from God. And he, when he said it, he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. He, and then Jesus said, Upon this rock, the rock was not Peter the man. The rock was his revelatory confession. When he made that confession, it's upon that confession that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Upon that rock of revelation, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I want you to know that Jesus can be to you whatever you can confess him to be. And some people have confessed him to be Savior, and they have no problem that he's my Savior. But I want to tell you today, he can become your healer. He can become your deliverer. He can be your high tower. You can run into him and be safe. What can you confess him to be? Hallelujah. I, I say he is Jehovah. I say he's Jehovah Nisi. I want to thank him. His banner over me is love today. I want to thank God. I confess him to be Jehovah Shalom. He is my peace. My God, Jehovah Shalom. I confess, Jesus, you are Jehovah Shalom in my life. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Thank God. I thank you. You're, I have that peace. Thank God. I thank God for the peace. You see, and that's what when you renew your mind to what God's word says, when your mind is stayed on him, that's what Isaiah 26 and 3 says, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. I like that. That's peace from the top of your head. Ephesians 6 says, and you shall have your, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My God, mind stayed on thee, peace, feet shod. That's, that's peace from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. And when you got it from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, you'll have the peace of God on the inside of you. So let the peace of God rule your life this year. Let the peace of God rule. You know what the, the word rule there means? In the Greek, it's the same word for umpire. And what does an umpire do? An umpire calls, calls. He calls the balls. He calls the strikes. He calls safe. Or he can call out. But let the peace of God make the calls this year. So when you, are, when you have the peace of God guarding your heart and your mind, and you have the peace of God keeping you in, you, you, there's just something about it. You have that peace that as you're taking steps this year, that God has already gone before you, and he said, I'll be with you. He said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. So I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage somebody to make that decision, that this is my year. You remember I just quoted Romans 10, 9? 
and how you believed in your heart, you confessed with your mouth, and he becomes your Savior? Well, Colossians 2, 6 says, as you have received him, so walk ye in him. See, so as you have received him, how did you receive him? By confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart. That creates a reality. Romans 10 and 10 says, oh, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. So you have to walk in him the same way you received him. So continue your walk. How? By believing in your mouth and confessing with your mouth. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, what? Confession is made unto salvation. The word confession, it's two Greek words together, homo legeo. Homo means the same as. Lego means to speak, like logos, the word. Well, lego is speaking. So it means to speak the same as. So your confession is saying the same as that is already written in the word. If you find it written, then get that word in your heart and in your mouth. Uh, Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4, this is a great verse for you to write down and, and, and to apply this to your life. Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 22. What does it say? It says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Why? For they are life to those that find them. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep the word in your heart, for they are life unto those that, what? Find them and health to all of their flesh. Go to the next verse, verse 23. It says, keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it flows, what? The issues of life. Keep the heart. Guard the heart. Put a garrison at the heart. Don't, you watch what you let come into your heart. Why is that important? Because Jesus said, a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, they are going to bring forth good things. But an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings forth evil things. That's why we have good and evil, you know, kind of coexisting because we coexist. Good and evil people coexist. And, and whatever is in a man is going to come out of that man. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? Speaks out of the abundance. So you have to begin making deposits in your heart. Now, how do you do it? Well, you come Wednesday night. We give you one of these sheets here. And it just tells you 37 things that the Word of God says about you. And then... Uh, as we begin to unite together, you could take this and you could just, in your own prayer time, you're saying, Lord, I want to thank you what your word says about me. I am a child of God. I am redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I am forgiven. I am. See, there's something every time you make a declaration in first person present, present as an affirmation about yourself, you're making a deposit. That's how you put good things in your heart. So that when you do need those things, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. 
What do you need in your life? Get the healing scriptures in your heart if you need healing in your body. Begin to declare he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That's why I declare I shall live and not die and declare the works of God. I thank you, Lord, for Psalm 91. With long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation. God bless you. Now, you've got to make a decision. You're going to decide this week what are you going to deposit in your heart because whatever you get in your heart is what you can bring forth into your life. What you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Let me give you this. When, when you make the declarations of what God's word, everything that is here is out of Scripture. So when you declare them, you know what you're doing? You're building up your faith. And you must speak them so you can hear it because faith cometh by hearing, not by having heard. That's why you need to hear the word, not just today. You need to hear it on Monday and Tuesday. And when you hear it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, it ought to be coming out of your mouth. You ought to be speaking the word out of your mouth. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth uh, and out of your heart, but you shall meditate upon it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then... You will make your way prosperous. You shall have good success. Joshua 1 and 8. Someone blessed, happy, fortunate is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate. How often? day and night. Come on. And that, and uh, he should be like a tree, that tree that is planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, whatsoever he doeth, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. So as you go forth this week, let the, let the word of God dwell in you richly. And don't just be a hearer of the word. Be a doer of the word. Amen. Just say, I've made up my mind. I'm going to do what God's word says. And this, this week, I'm going to speak the word. Start your week off right. Start your mornings off right. You may feel sleepy and tired. You don't even want to get out of bed, but say, this is the day the Lord hath made. I'll tell you, the devil will start fearing you getting up in the morning. Come on, when you get up and you say, this is the day, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, my goodness, the devil is going to, he, he has to back up. He has to back up. A person who gets up speaking like that, I will. See, it's, it's, you're exercising you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then my soul is going to make her boast in the Lord. And the humble is going to hear thereof, and they're going to be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Thank you for listening to this audio podcast from Christian Life Church with Dr. Jay Sims. We hope that this message has been a blessing to you.